Welcome to the Industry Show. I'm your host, Nitin Pajaj, and joining me today is a very special guest, Bruna Jones. Bruna, welcome on the show. Thank you very much. Bruna, you're officially the youngest person we have brought on the show. I'm super oh, excited. I'm sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to hear who is Bruna. All right. Well, to begin, I'm 91 years old. And I've had many great experiences. I'm a first-generation American. My parents were from Italy. And then I learned to embroider when I was eight or nine years old. And I've always been involved with embroidery and cross-stitching. And I was artistic. I studied art in high school and in college. And then after graduation, I worked for several years in an advertising agency. Then my college sweetheart had to go to the army. So I waited for him to get out. And then we married and over the years we had four children. I stayed home to care for the children and often did freelance work. Now my first venture, you know the story, <laughs> necessity is the mother of invention. Yes. My daughter had a hole in her brand new pair of jeans. So I went to the stores to look for applique patches to cover that hole, but I didn't find any. So I decided to create applique designs. Nautica was popular at the time. So I designed a booklet of nautical designs for people to copy. That was my first venture. And I can talk more about that later. But another venture I had was a result of teaching my daughter's campfire girls group, how to embroidery. Every week, the girls would come to our house, they'd sit around our round oak table and they would learn different embroidery stitches. The goal was for them to create their own design and then stitch it. So in order to be creative, they needed a blank canvas to work on. So I had a friend make wooden uh, frames. Mm -hmm. I stretched the fabric onto each frame and pulled it tight, stapled it to the back of the frame. So this was a lot of work. So mm -hmm. afterwards I thought, why doesn't someone invent a square embroidery hoop? And that's how the idea started. And this time I did a lot of research. I joined Inventor's Workshop. I talked with engineers. I had a prototype made that worked and it was composed of two parts, an inner piece that fit into an outer piece. So I decided to have the outer piece look like a frame. And when the square hoops were produced, we called them hoop frames. Then I went to trade shows and found acceptance for them. And then as sales increased, we produced more hoop frames in different sizes. That was one idea. Then I had another idea while I have this company. Then I had another idea for, for, uh, for a product when I saw a cross-stitch Christmas ornament framed with a small round frame that was shaped like a donut. On one side was the cross-stitch and on the back was a piece of felt to hide the back of the stitching. I thought that a double-sided frame would be much better. So uh, I... I designed something, I thought, uh, 
there's the ornament should have three parts a front and a back and a solid center for both of the frames to fit on and by now having made the hoop frames i was a bit familiar with injection molding so i had a mold made to produce these double-sided frames in four shapes hearts ovals circles and bells and uh I went to the trade shows. We did very, very well uh, for a number of years. And then uh, my husband was a history teacher. And when he turned 60, he retired. Mm -hmm. And so at that point, I decided to sell my business so that we could have time to travel and do other things. Mm -hmm. So I was lucky. I sold my company to a large global needlework company. Mm -hmm. So then not having to deal with the obligations of running a company, then I decided what else to do. And I got a really good job. And that was teaching crafts on Holland America's around the world cruises. And my husband was my assistant. So we taught crafts for five years on the cruise ships. And we taught for three months during each of those five years. All right, that was great. But then that large company that had taken over my company decided to close down their subsidiary. So I took my company back. We had the hoop frames, we had the double-sided frames. And from then on, we produced more products. We, um, we produced cross-stitch kits. We printed booklets with the cross-stitch designs for our, all of our frames, for our hoop frames and for our ornament frames. And so uh, then I started going to trade shows again and contacting the large companies and sold to the mom and pop stores. So we, we did very well with, with, with the company. And then the last few years, uh, I've had to put it on hold because my there was an illness in the family and my husband was very ill. So now um, he passed away uh, some while ago and I'm really trying to start it up again. And again, sorry to hear about uh, your husband and on the flip side, you, I love the energy, I love, how you've been a perennial entrepreneur and innovator. You brought so many innovations to life and uh, your spirit, your energy is infectious. So... <laughs> yeah, well, I do have a lot of energy. <laughs> work hard. I'm all, I've always worked hard. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, having gone through so many ups and downs. I am curious to know what is one big challenge you're facing right now? Well, um, just my because of my age, mm -hmm. I love to continue. I have more ideas, but because of my age, I need to try to sell my business. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. On the flip side of challenges come opportunities. What's the most exciting opportunity that uh, you see ahead of you? 
oh, time. <laughs> <laughs> time to do whatever I want. Because, uh, because I, I, you know, I've been looking to do business. Yes. And, uh, well, and then just continue getting mm -hmm. ideas. I would love for you to, in the experiences you've had and you know, the different things you have done, whether it's business, it's teaching, being on cruises, working with folks, what's one moment in time that, or one experience that blew your own expectations and became a success beyond your imagination? And then another one that did not work out as you had expected and either became a failure or a lesson. Okay, well, I'll start with the last one. Sure. <laughs> that that was the booklet that I produced. Mm -hmm. I had a great idea, but I didn't know anything about marketing. Nothing about marketing. And so I had all of thousands of these books printed. Mm -hmm. And then what do you do with them? So I had to think creatively. And um, there was a uh, a bank that had that had um, uh, uh, now what uh, what's the word I want to use that had offices all around California. Mm -hmm. So I went to the headquarters and I talked with the managers there and I said, "You'll give away the Sunset magazines. Why don't you give away my books and I'll do a program for you?" And they thought that was a good idea, so they started me at one of their branches. And that was very successful. One woman there deposited $10,000. And they, so from then on, they sent me to all their branches all over California. And so I, I made it successful by doing that. Yeah. I love that. And I'm not surprised at all. And as you said uh, at the beginning, necessity is the mother of invention. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now the, uh, successes mm -hmm. i like to think that the hoop frames are a success so when i got into that i called the top needlework people and i says what do you think of the idea of a square embroidery hoop oh they love the idea and then i looked into it you know i checked all around uh i as i said i joined inventors workshop i talked to engineers and I did, I really did my homework to make sure that that wouldn't be a failure. And I, I consider it a success. And you're right to do so. Bruna, I would love, thanks for sharing those experiences. I'd love for you to share what I call one-line life lessons. And uh, this is my favorite part of the show. Would love to hear a few of your one-line right. life lessons. Okay. Uh, one was like the necessity. Sometimes ideas occur because of a necessity. You know, that everybody knows that, but that's what happened with me. You know, I had necessity. And then another thing is to think beyond the idea that you have. Think all around it and how it can be improved and so. And another one, is to do your research, which I hadn't done the first time. To research a new idea very thoroughly. 
and another, don't be afraid to experiment with new ideas. Be persistent. You know, I'm just, I'm very persistent. I keep trying and trying. And now the last one is a nice little ditty that I teach my kids. It's good, better, best. Never let it rest till your good is better and your better is best. And that's it. <laughs> I love that, especially the last one. Runa, thank you so much for making the time to share your journey, your experiences and successes. And uh, of course, your life lessons. We really appreciate it. And uh, well, first off, congratulations and kudos for everything you've accomplished and the energy you bring and all that you do for your friends, your family, and the community. And then wish you continued success as you look forward to innovate more. Thanks a lot. Thank you very, very much, Nintin. It's been a pleasure.